Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of Outspoken. The mic is so close to my mouth, I feel like I'm eating it. So today's episode is actually going to be all about ASMR and the different sounds that I can make here for you. All right, so... Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Of course I'm kidding. Anyways, hey, welcome to episode three. Thanks for sticking around for so long. And today... (laughs) Today's a funny day. All right, so the things that I have for you, I'll give you the everything that we're going to go over today. A lot of people talk about Ben Shapiro, right? Does anybody know Ben Shapiro? The conservative commentator, he's very big. I'm sure you know him. Anyways, his sister, we're going to talk about him and his sister today. We're going to talk about, let's see, what else? Let me scroll down here. Oh, yeah. Also, you know... Since since COVID is still just an awful thing that's been going on, I feel like we can't get enough of it. So I have something in here. It's a fantastic thing to share with you about this guy who doesn't want to wear masks. I got a great story about him. And then at the end, we have some Reddits again and some LGBT stories. And the the last the last half of this is super funny. I <laughs> the reddits that i found in the lgbt stories that some of you submitted were super funny this week for some reason so yeah i'm really excited about that anyways let's get right into the shapiros shall we so let's let's talk about ben for a second you know i could go on and on about ben shapiro but personally i think i've said enough about him i think everybody has said enough about him uh i think we all have said enough about him right if you don't know he's a political commentator he talks a lot about uh, conservative viewpoints and he's become a, a bigger meme more than anything in my opinion he does have a, a great amount of people who agree with him on a lot of topics but he said some awful stuff about a lot of things and a lot of people so he's become sort of a meme you know amongst the the internet crowd i'm going to touch a little bit more on ben shapiro uh what i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna yep that's what i'm gonna do (laughs) i'm gonna touch a little bit more on him that doesn't sound that doesn't sound nice at all i'm going to touch more on the topics about ben shapiro later you'll see but i want to talk about his sister so ironically he has a sister who's a youtuber okay she's almost at 100k subs all right so she's she's almost at her plaque you can give her a little applause there the plaque is not easy to get i remember getting the plaque youtuber plaques are really cool i have the old one because i have been here for too long way too long i should probably get off of youtube so if you don't know there's ads on youtube all the time there are ads for literally anything you know and for some reason and i don't know what this is me i always get anti-lgbt ads all the time back in the summer if you if any of you watch youtube there was this ad this woman i kept seeing her face everywhere all right and it was this one video let's just say you were browsing on youtube you watched a video whatever you scroll down a little bit and then it would say ad and it showed you another youtuber's channel and one of the most popular ads in the summer this woman named classically abby and then the video that was promoted was why I came out as conservative. Conservative women need a community. And it was a thumbnail of this woman just like smiling or whatever. And it says why I came out as conservative. And this was really funny because it was also getting pushed to so many LGBTQ people (laughs) because when I searched her name, there was already plenty of reaction videos specifically to this channel. Also, it's funny because you don't come out as a political party 
like the term coming out means you're coming out as something in the lgbtq community people were like okay uh she comes she's coming out as conservative you know that makes a lot of sense that must have been really hard for her to tell her whole family that she was conservative it must have been a whole thing her life must have been so much more hard this was specifically this ad and i'm i'm <laughs> i don't have the exact research okay i didn't i didn't research this exact subject but i actually made a video about this person and this ad was literally shoved down people's throats for months. And for some reason, it was always towards LGBTQ people. And the only reason I know that is because I would go, I would click on the video, right? And then I would scroll down to the comments and they would be like, I'm a lesbian. This, why is this tailored to me? Or like, I'm a, I don't even, I'm queer. Why is this tailored to me? Or I'm a non-binary person, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? So I forgot about her for a while. I totally forgot about her for a while because her ad stopped. Unfortunately, it didn't get her 100,000 subscribers, but they did stop after some time. And then until a couple of weeks ago, you know how I talked about the, uh, well, this was last week, the Harry Styles thing. She had something to say about that. When I was doing my whole research for my podcast and my videos, I came across her videos again. <laughs> and there was this one particular video I just wanted to share a couple of a couple of things that she said because I thought it, I thought it would give you some of you a good laugh. Just a side note, I don't care what your political status is. I don't care what you believe in. I don't care about any of that stuff. If you're a good person, you know, hold whatever views that you want as long as it isn't hurting another person, right? I, I think we can all agree with that, maybe. I don't know. Personally, I don't care if you're left wing, right wing, both wings, no wings. Personally, I'm no wings. I, I wasn't born with wings. That was unfunny. And if anybody laughed at that, I feel really bad for you. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. Yeah. So my point is, I don't care what your political status is. As long as you're a good person to other people, that's all that matters, right? But some people can't think like that. This video right here is what I wanted to share with you. And it's called, it's called Five Things I'll Never Apologize For. This conservative woman won't bow to the mob. Okay, so already like, oh, wow, like she's super strong, you know, like that's, oh, damn, she won't bow to the mob. That sucks because I do. Let me play, let me play this little clip for you. Being a conservative in today's day and age, you are constantly in a position where people call you the worst names, try and cancel you, and want you to apologize for everything you believe in. <laughs> ben Shapiro's sister is being canceled before our eyes for being conservative. <laughs> uh, I think it's, uh, I, it's, she thinks being like <laughs> a majority of the population is a hard thing. I will not apologize for the beliefs I hold because here's the thing, they're not wrong and I don't need to. I don't need to bow down to the mob just because they threaten to hurt me if I don't. My first question is the, the mob. Why? First of all, why is she around a mob? Right? Like the mafia? The, the mafia mob? Like the Italians? It's brave of her not to bow down to them, but it's kind of a scary thing. You know, we're talking about the mafia now. Like, hey, Tony. Grab the gabagool, pack up the cigars. We're gonna make a, we're gonna make Abby Shapiro bow down to us. Type of mob, and she doesn't bow down. She's got, she's that's that's ballsy, man. So today I want to share five things that I will not apologize for. Being a conservative woman, I know how hard it is to take a stand in a world where you're constantly criticized for doing so. So I want to be the first person to say I am not going to apologize. Literally, Abby Shapiro. Nobody has asked you to like. Who's asking you to apologize? 
Who? Who is that? Who wants you to apologize? Were you canceled on Twitter? I didn't see it. Nobody saw it. <laughs> the first thing I will not apologize for is being pro-life. Whoa. Okay. See, I wasn't expecting this. Well, I, I should have expected this. I mean, congratulations. That's your opinion. Um, what's number two? The second thing I won't apologize for is being a champion of marriage. B uh, being a champion of marriage? <laughs> what is... I want to know what that means. In 2020, loving marriage for everything that it does for society, for men and women, and for children is something that you increasingly have to apologize for. Okay. Says who? G genuine question. Who says that you have to apologize for enjoying being married? <laughs> I have gotten comments that say that my whole personality is about being a wife. But let me tell you, I don't care that these people don't get it. And I won't apologize for loving being married and being a proponent of it. <laughs> The fact that I know that that's teenagers commenting that because I've read the comments and I know it's like, I know it's the millennials and the Gen Zers who are saying, uh, being a wife isn't a personality trait or being a conservative isn't a personality trait. <laughs> I, can just, I can picture her reading these comments like she's scrolling down and then someone says, so, someone says like, Miss Girl, being... Uh, wife is in a whole personality trait and then she likes she's like angrily scrolling down and she dislikes it but she doesn't respond to it number three is believing in god i am a religious jew i believe in god no holds barred like are people commenting on her stuff saying you need to apologize right now for having a religion it's your freedom to have one but you need to apologize for having one what like where i just don't okay you're you're religious that's fine that's that's cool it's fine and, and so your next thing you won't apologize for is? Number four is praising modesty. If you watch my channel, you know that I uphold modesty as a virtue. <laughs> okay, so if, if you guys have never seen her channel before, she praises modesty a lot where she says like women should dress, you know, nice uh, and cover up and do all this stuff. So she, she likes the modest thing, which is like, okay, that's also like, that's your choice. You can enjoy that. That's fine. But I think the majority of the population today, especially on the internet, really doesn't care about oh, sorry i just dropped something but i don't think the population today really cares about uh you know covering up their whole body and stuff like that because a lot of what she talks about is you know you don't show skin women you can't do this you can't do that you should dress this way instead of that way but a lot of the younger folk don't want to dress modestly all right they want to be completely naked okay that's what we're going for here have you not caught on Everybody should be naked. No more clothes. We're, we're protesting clothes now. I'm joking, but I, I don't think anything's wrong with short shorts, right? If you're going out in, the, in that 80 degree Fahrenheit weather or that 30 degree Celsius weather, you don't, you don't want to wear those pants. Put on a pair of shorts, dude. And it's cool. It, literally, it's cool. You get a cool little breeze. Not really. It depends where you are. Not really. <laughs> Yeah, and then her fifth point is she won't apologize for loving America, okay? And this country was created by men who had a vision for a nation that was a bold step forward, where people had the power and responsibility to achieve great things, build wonders. <laughs> it definitely was a bold step forward. Do you know how they got it? <laughs> I don't want to get into politics, but I, <laughs> just, I figured I could add a little jab in there. 
you know, just a little one, just a, just a little tiny bit. You can have your own opinions and people can call you rude for it. You can choose to apologize to those people or not. It's ultimately up to you. I, I thought it was a funny thing to share, you know, kind of Ben Shapiro's sister thinks she's being canceled on the internet when in reality she's just getting a bunch of comments from teenagers because her ads are targeted everywhere and they don't want to see that stuff. I think she just wanted to stir the pot a little bit, get add a little bit of sriracha in there. I mean, to her, pepper might be spicy, so she had a little, just a little bit of peppercorn, like a little bit, one-eighth of a teaspoon, just to stir it a little bit, right? So these comments that people left, <laughs> I don't want you to apologize. I want your ads to stop popping up, and then it got 2,000 thumbs up, which I thought was funny because her, her ads are back. So if, if any of you ever go on YouTube, you might catch, you might see one of her ads. Just keep an eye out for it. Keep two eyes for, out for it if you can. Somebody else quoted her and said, I'm being canceled, shows up in everyone's YouTube feed. <laughs> it, it's like she's created her own cancellation by, by promoting her stuff. She created the beginning of herself and the end of herself. It's very impressive. But I mean, actually, a lot of YouTubers do that. Somebody else commented, the fact that she's paying to show us this garbage, LOL, and it got 500 thumbs. <laughs> if a comment like that on one of my YouTube videos and it got 500 thumbs up, I think I would delete the video. And the last comment said, will you apologize for these god awful ads? Get out of my recommended 600 thumbs up. <laughs> also wanted to give you a little fun fact. She's an opera singer. Hello, hello, oh Margaret, it's you. I am so glad you called. I was just thinking of you. Yes, that, that clip was her singing opera. <laughs> and also just to throw it out there, Ben Shapiro plays the violin, <laughs> and he also sings too, but he plays the violin. I think the violin is beautiful, all right? I do think the violin is beautiful, but when I figured out that Ben Shapiro plays the violin, I rolled on the floor and laughed. Again, I raffled. Listen to this. Just just, just a little five seconds. It's, it's nice. Like, why doesn't he play, why doesn't he play, like, a rock guitar? You, you, fi you figure that he says facts over feelings all the time, right? So he would, he'd grab, like, the most masculine instrument, and he would just start playing it, like, bass or some shit. What's a, what's a masculine instrument? Oh, look at me gendering instruments now. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see, let's see. Electric guitar. I think that's pretty, that's pretty, like, yo, like, rock and roll. Like, okay, not that rock and roll has to always be a man's thing, but y you know what I'm saying. Or the drums, like grab the drums and you just beat on them. You know, you just, you really, really beat the shit out of those drums. You hit them, you hit them hard and you put some muscle into it. The comments on this video of Ben Shapiro playing violin. <laughs> listen to this, listen to this. Imagine how Ben felt when his violin teacher told him that he had to put emotion into his music and not facts. <laughs> and then we've got, uh, we've got, Unlike most violinists, Ben plays with facts, not feeling. <laughs> this last one has 17,000 likes. Ben Shapiro destroys violin song with technique and focus. One of those comments alone is funnier than this entire podcast episode, I swear. <laughs> also, one time Ben responded to somebody's question with a whole entire song from Les Miserables. Like he, he answered somebody's question with, with singing a song. Hey, Daniel writes, Dear Ben, as I'm learning about ethics, I'd like to get your input on where you stand. Would you steal a piece of bread to feed your family? Would you steal a piece of bread to feed your family? Why or why not? Well, 
Daniel, I can really only think of one way to answer this, and it's in musical form, so I think we're going to have to do that. There, out in the darkness, a fugitive running. Yeah, next time somebody asks me how tall I am, I'm just going to start singing. <laughs> Ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. You get it, right? Yeah, I should. I'm gonna write a song. That was so good, wasn't it? That was such. Those were good vocals. I should. I'm gonna drop everything to become a singer. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24/7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This right here is my swag. Get it? Only some people will get that joke. No, but this. So there was this tweet that went viral and it was by this doctor. All right. He, his name is Dr. Kyle Kashuv. I'm probably saying it wrong. Anyways, it says he has a PhD in his username. This guy tweeted this video of this guy. Wow. <laughs> he tweeted he, he tweeted and he said Patriot. And then it was a video of this guy holding up signs in a gym, like paper signs. Remember those paper signs that you would hold up in the Tumblr days? A very long time ago, people used to make videos where they would hold up pieces of paper and like confess something. And it was such a big trend on Tumblr. Anyways, this gym guy decided to bring it back. You know, bring back the good times. I'm going to play this video and I'm going to read it for you everything that these pieces of paper say because it's 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 really awful. It's only a 40 second clip. So envision a gym, a crowded gym, no masks, all testosterone, American flags. There's a lot of red, white, and blue. There's a lot of weights and sweaty men. It must smell really good. I It must smell fantastic, right? And this guy with a big long beard holding these signs. Welcome to the Atlas Gym, Belmar. We have over 1 million in fines. We have had our business license stripped. We have had our doors locked and barricaded. We have been arrested and have over 60 citations. Today, we will pass 84,000 visits to our facility. We don't mandate masks. We never will. Somebody held up a middle finger in the background. Governor Murphy will see this video and fine us 15k for it. But free men don't ask permission. Or for forgiveness. No science, no shutdown. And then they show the whole gym crowded, no masks, a bunch of people. It's a, it's a pretty decent-sized gym, okay? And this, this doctor tweeted the word patriot. Does, do we all know what patriot means? It's a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies. The first thing that comes to my mind is like uh, somebody in the army. Right, like somebody, they went into the army and they're, they're protecting the country. How is not following a mask mandate and scientists and doctors and letting an illness spread to your fellow citizens supporting your country, <laughs> right? You know, I love the gym too, right? I, I love that the gym, when it's open, I like going, it's good for your health, it's a fun thing, it makes you feel good, all right? But not during a pandemic, you know, sometimes things can't be open because there's a, there's a pandemic that 
usually never happens. So sometimes things might have to shut down. And sometimes people get really, really upset about that. And I feel like this is a really great ongoing topic we can consistently have in the podcast. Let me know if you get sick of it. But I think that anti-maskers are the funniest thing because it is a piece of cloth. Or, or I don't even know what it is a piece of. It can be a piece of cloth or a piece of medical grade whatever. And it's just it just baffles my mind. And I just want to let you in on a little little something else. So this tweet had over 100,000 likes, okay? And this guy in the video, I'm going to assume that he helps run the gym or he owns it or something. But when he was 20, back in 2007, found this information out, he decided to drink about 10 or 12 beers and in the morning decided to drive a car. And guess, and guess what happened? He ran a stop sign. And another teenager's life was taken because of his drunk driving situation okay he went to jail for five and a half years so this guy already sounds like he's just such a great person drinking 10 12 beers and then deciding to drive so it's a very logical decision right this video that he that he decided to showcase is also a very logical decision decision and i'm just joking by the way a lot of, a lot of people can't tell when i'm joking obviously that's an awful thing very disgusting awful thing just want to throw that out there you know but he's a patriot he really cares about the other people in his country he defends his country and his people he's a, he's a big patriot gyms hold about 50 to 300 people it depends on the size of the gym or whatever i'm gonna assume in this gym there was at least 100 people and here in boston there was a conference held in february 100 of the people at the conference got sick after this conference Researchers said that they used genetic code to track down how those cases spread once conference attendees arrived at their destinations, you know, once they once they left and did all their life stuff. These 100 people caused over 300,000 cases. 300,000 cases, dude, <laughs> because of 100 people who were sick. Okay, and if you want to look that up, it's the Biogen Conference in Boston. I just thought that was something good to put in perspective, you know, because people like this guy love to share, I won't wear a mask because I'm a free man and science doesn't stand with it uh, when all the scientists are talking about this. But just to put it into perspective, wow, really great stuff. In my last episode, I didn't do a Reddit, Am I the Asshole? There's this subreddit called am i the asshole and you submit a story where you ask people am i the asshole for doing this these two are golden okay let me let me take up this one right so <laughs> this one <laughs> am i the asshole for kink shaming my mom i'm not gonna pull the it's not what it sounds like card this is exactly what it says on the tin i personally think i was justified in doing so but i'm willing to hear people out if i wasn't my mom, 55 female, has this pretty necklace that she wears all the time. I, 20 female, would always admire it when I was a kid. Nobody else had a necklace like this. It's metal and wraps around her neck like a ring. She never took it off and always told me that it was a gift from my dad whenever I asked about it. Last week, she sat me down to tell me something. She told me that she's in a 24-7 BDSM relationship with my dad. The necklace is not actually a necklace but a fucking collar that he has the key to. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. This necklace that I always loved as a kid is actually for her kink that she was shoving in my face for my entire life. Now I'm rethinking all of her behaviors and all the ways that she got me involved into her goddamn kink. I told her that she was disgusting and stormed out. <laughs> now she's blowing up my phone, accusing me of being a prude and a kink shamer. 
My dad's getting in on it too and swearing that this shit is unhealthy. I just don't know what to do. Currently, I can't even think of forgiving her for telling me this. So Reddit, am I the asshole? She also said they would never control their volume. I thought they were fighting. My dad called my mom dirty and awful names. She would kneel down and shine his shoes every day, kissing his feet. I thought this was normal. When my parents weren't having sex, they were fighting. Or were they still having sex? I can't even tell anymore. My dad told me that he had needs and my mom needs to meet them. The thought of being controlled by something so violent made me want to puke. I think that's what made me sex repulsed. She's asking, am I the asshole for this? And <laughs> and this person said, not the asshole, but God, I hope this is fake. Why anyone would tell their kid about their kink lifestyle is beyond me. It might be the healthiest and most consensual re relationship in the world, but as a kid, you have every right to just not want to be involved in any of that, right? And I agree with that, right? I wouldn't, I think if, if I was like, oh, mom's necklace is so beautiful my whole childhood. And she wore the same necklace. And I was like, mom, I love your necklace. It's such a nice necklace. I don't know. I think I'd feel a little funky after I found out what it really was. I'd be like, okay. Another person said, uh, for everybody saying that the original poster is an asshole, please confirm that you would love to have an in-depth discussion about a close relative sex life with no warning. <laughs> and they said, because people were mad in the forum, right? They, they were mad. They were like, you're king shaming, whatever. And... And this person also said, it's not targeting kinky couples either. If a vanilla couple told their daughter about what great missionary they had last night and what their favorite brand of lube is, I think that was creepy and inappropriate too. Leave relatives out of your sex life. I just thought it was a, just thought it was a really random weird story and I felt so bad. So I had to share it. And this next one, am I the asshole for mansplaining my daughter's health to my ex-wife? So this is a dad talking about his daughter and his ex-wife and his current girlfriend so my daughter has been staying with me since she turned 18 but visits my ex-wife a few times a year she's always been pretty heavy but not in an unhealthy way she's 5'10 and weighs over 200 pounds but it's a lot of muscle she lifts weights plays rugby and runs every week in my opinion as a personal trainer this is fine i don't really care how she looks aesthetically as long as she's fit and healthy which she absolutely is my ex-wife and her husband see things differently They've always been on her to lose weight and slim down, even though she's quite an impressive athlete. To an extent, I think this is partly out of fat phobia, in parentheses, she said some horrible things about my current girlfriend's weight. Okay, so I'm guessing the ex-wife, the ex-wife clearly doesn't like people who, who have a little bit more meat on their bones, right? So then he continues to say, anyway, under lockdown, my daughter has kept her muscle mass, but also put on some weight, about 10 pounds since January. She still works out every day, but she struggles a little bit more with some of the exercises. As far as I'm aware, it's made no real difference to her health. The workout routine she does every day isn't an easy one. I should know, I worked with her on it. And also, there's a pandemic. She's allowed to get a little flabbier. My ex-wife doesn't think so. She sent a long email to me saying I was being negligent in allowing her to gain weight and that our daughter was turning into a whale. <laughs> the fuck? She told me I needed to tell her to get it together and lose some weight or that she would have to do it herself. She also sent me a diet plan, which she wanted to put my daughter on. She also implied that my girlfriend was a bad influence on our daughter due to her weight. To give full disclosure, I responded like this. So he responded to the email and said, Sorry, but you're being a Karen. Everyone I know has had changes in weight during lockdown, so I don't know why you've chosen to single my daughter out. She's also well aware that she gained weight, so I don't know why you think I have to tell her because my daughter is a grown woman, and it's not up to me to put her on diets. Even if it was, the diet you've chosen is ridiculous and insubstantial. It's not designed for somebody who lifts weights and works out every day. 
If I recommend that to a client who is doing as much exercise as she is, I'd be fired. I understand you only want what's best for our daughter, but so do I. And I know much more about diet and exercise than you do. Please leave this stuff to me as I'm worried you and your new husband could unknowingly do harm to our daughter. This apparently was not the right thing to say, and she kicked off. Both she and her husband accused me of mansplaining to her and trying to be the fun parent rather than the responsible one. My girlfriend and daughter, meanwhile, think I did the right thing. Am I the asshole? I don't think I was mansplaining as it was a genuine topic which I'm an expert and her and her husband know nothing about. But that could just be me mansplaining what mansplaining is. First of all, in my opinion, that's not what mansplaining is. I'm pretty sure mansplaining is like when you think you know more about something because you're a man. You think that you can only talk about it because you're a man and you know more about it, right? That, that's... Hold on, let me... Let me... Mansplaining. The explanation of something by na a man, typically <laughs> by your nan, <laughs> typically by a woman, in a manner regarded as condescending or patronizing. Okay, so I don't... I don't think he was being patronizing at all, at all, because you do have to be on specific diets for, you know, specific things. <laughs> Somebody said, not the asshole. Perfect response to a rude ex who is also clearly ignorant of the needs of her daughter. And then somebody else said, this is not mansplaining. Mansplaining is a real phenomenon. It is not A, men saying words, B, men disagreeing with you, or C, men saying things you don't like. Mansplaining was intended to describe the very real situation where unqualified men talk down to women who are experts at something because they just cannot fathom that women can be experts at something. Exactly. Yeah, what I was trying to say before. That's what mansplaining is. Literally, this dude is just saying, yeah, it's fine if our daughter put on a little weight during a pandemic. It's almost been a year. And she's bigger. She's big and tall. She's not going to eat leaves for her diet, okay? She's not going to eat leaves and carrots and radishes i could have just said salad but you know what i mean all right my friends and to end the podcast i've got two funny lgbtq stories last time they were religious ones that were heartwarming today we've got hilarious ones so in my email i get stories from listeners of the podcast if you do want to submit any funny sad literally any type of lgbt story or it doesn't even have to be lgbt it can be any type of story you can send it to outspokensam at gmail.com and I, I take a couple of stories each podcast and I read them. So this story says, most people in my community know I'm trans, F female to male, especially my group of friends. We were all on a school trip last year. I shared a hotel room with four of my friends who are all dudes. The first night we all took a shower because we were on a bus for four hours. I had my packer. I put it in my bag. A side note, if you don't know what a packer is, it is something that trans men use to make something uh appear you know when you're wearing pants when you're wearing like jeans and stuff and it is shaped it is a it is a shape you know what shape i'm talking about the next day i completely forgot that i put it there my friend asked me to borrow some toothpaste because he forgot his toothpaste i told him it was in my bag me not realizing it fast enough he opened my bag and saw my packer <laughs> He didn't want to embarrass me in front of the other guys, so he said nothing, and he asked me later that night what it was, and I explained to him what it was, and he said he was relieved that I didn't carry around a dildo wherever I went because that would be weird. Now he asks me if he can get toothpaste every time we hang out. <laughs> I thought that was just a hilarious story because there are, I feel like there's so many Packer nightmares in the FTM community because you just like, sometimes you put it in the bag. 
dude, right? Or sometimes it's like you put it on the counter and you fucking forgot about it. Not the kitchen counter, okay? Not, I, sorry, I meant the bathroom. Like you put it on the bathroom counter or the bathroom sink and you forgot about it. And somebody else saw it or like it fell out of your shorts onto the cement while you were going for a jog. That didn't happen to me. <laughs> it didn't. It was just that didn't happen to me it was a story from somebody else that i decided to steal you guys gotta be careful you gotta be careful unless you don't care what other people see but you gotta keep that shit you but you better buy like a a safe that you can keep that in like a miniature safe you gotta start locking that shit up this last story i think everybody really needs to give a, a really good listen into because this might actually affect some of you right so this story says, so my best friend's mom has always been really homophobic and transphobic, which is kind of weird to deal with since almost our entire friend group is LGBTQ+. My friend always rants to the rest of us about how she said something else, homophobic or transphobic, and we all kind of just laugh it off. But it does get annoying sometimes when she says stuff about how mad she would be if she found out my friend was LGBT. Anyways, there was one day where my friend came into school and she couldn't stop laughing. We were all so confused as to what could be so funny. After five minutes, she was finally able to tell us what had transpired the night before. Now, my friend is known for having the most wax sleep schedule ever, and she always goes to bed at like four in the morning. Well, this night in particular, her mom had caught her up that late. Her mom's only response was to tell her that she shouldn't stay up late because, quote unquote, it will make you one of those gay or trans people. I spent the entire day after that just remembering it and laughing my ass off in the middle of class. I mean, I stay up way later than I probably should, but does that really contribute to me being trans? Maybe she solved the mystery. Oh shit. She figured out the mystery. She she cracked the code. This is Scooby-Doo. She This mom is from Scooby-Doo. She cracked the code. Damn it, we've gotten found out. If you, if any of you stay up till 4 a.m., you're gay, aren't you? Or you're trans. There's something about you. There's something, or, or, or you have depression. Which one is it? Or do you have all the above? Tips before leaving this podcast. You know, if, if you are questioning anything, just don't go to bed too late. Don't go to bed too late and you will just be a regular person. Go to bed at go to bed at 10 p.m. You know, the the late hours are only for the LGBTQ community. That is reserved for us. So if you're staying up that late, uh, you better watch out. Better watch your back. You might have to come out of the closet. Anyways, to conclude the podcast, if you guys haven't subscribed or rated it yet, if you want to go ahead and do that, I would really appreciate that. It helps me out a lot. Giving it a rating of one star is really helpful. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, unless you legitimately think unless you legitimately think that it is one star. If you have not subbed or anything like that, I think you should do it. And you should look out for the next episode. I post every single Wednesday. Okay? Every single Wednesday you get to be annoyed by my voice. So, hey, thanks for listening. I will see you all in another week. Goodbye. <laughs>